welcome back to Tay Radio Marin. I'm your host, Annalie Reyes, here with your co-host, Santi Hernandez. So today's um, show is going to be a very hard topic to talk about, but um, we both feel like it's important um, to talk about it and to make sure we're able to know like what we can do as youth people and um, yeah, what we can do to help um, those who went through this situation and what we can do to prevent um, the school shooting that has happened. So uh, we are planning to talk about school sh- the school shooting that just happened recently in Texas. So if you're a bit sensitive right now, just wanted to give you a warning that we'll be talking about that. And um, I just wanted to mention that there's has been other a ton more school sh- shooting that has happened recently. Um, and it's just this one has been a, a large amount of um, students being killed. And this is not including like the mass shootings that have happened uh, recently, like the Buffalo, like what Santi has mentioned in New York. Um, but there is, uh, besides the one in Robb Elementary School, there has been one in May 19th, just like four, three days ago, or five, four days before the uh, mass school shooting in Texas. So that one was in East Kenwood's High School. And there was another one on the same day, but in Louisiana, and three people were hospitalized. And then there was another one May 18th and May 17th. So as you can see, there's like a ton of people, um, like from different states that's going on, that there's like school shootings. So it's not something um, like, it's not something that should be normal at all. It's something that we need to like control and it's just I I don't know I just doesn't feel right at all how like all these school shootings are like increasing the amount of how frequently it's happening um and yeah it's just really sad and um like in the buffalo we have mentioned about the buffalo supermarket shooting that was another mass shooting that was not in school but it was, it took like 10, 10 deaths, 10 people, the 10 lives. So it's just um, a lot that has been going on that um, we wanted to keep youth aware of what's been going on recently. And um, Santi will discuss like, is it increasing uh, our school shooting and more about that. Thank you, Annalie, for the introduction. I know it's hard to talk about gun violence specifically. It's a very controversial topic. So to our viewers, we are our goal with the show is to bring awareness and share facts that about gun violence and you do what you need to do to, to use that to help prevent and stop these events from reoccurring. Um, Sadly, the shooting at Robb Elementary School is not the first or the second or the third um, shooting. It's one of many shootings in schools. And this to me is um, 
really touched me because I have an eight-year-old eight-year-old brother and the fact that these kids that passed away are within his age range it's it breaks my heart um, because they are innocent children um, who haven't had their voices being heard and and haven't had their own um, their lives haven't really started yet with what they wanted to do so it's really hard and to the families that are, are going through this um, from Rob Elementary and all the other schools and, and shootings that have happened, um, sending prayers and love. Um, I know that sounds like it's nothing, but really our energies, if we come together, those families need that right now. Um, and one of the questions that I had when, when Rob Elementary shooting was all over social media, TikTok, um, mainly TikTok and, and Instagram. I had a question what, um, that came up in my head was, has there been an increase or decrease of school shootings in the U.S.? And so a, 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 um, an interesting fact that I found was that the U.S. has had 2,032 school shootings since 1970. And these numbers are increasing. Alarmingly, 948 school shootings have taken place since the tra tragedy at Sandy Hook Elementary School in December 2012. And as you all know, in the history of school shootings, Sandy Hook Elementary was uh, considered the, the, the biggest um, school shooting that has happened. Uh, Rob Elementary is now in, in, in the top of school shootings that have happened. Um, and I just, when I saw the number 2,032 school shootings have happened and it's increasing instead of decreasing as a youth, um, as someone who in my youth, I was 18 years old when I first understood what a shooting was, um, a school shooting because of um, the Florida high school shooting that happened. Um, and now I'm two years later, 20 years old, and it's elementary kids. And within those time frames, there was so many shootings. And I'm really, it's so hard to understand that to me. Like, I don't, it doesn't make sense to me how that yeah. has happened. I also um, want to add same, like in like high school, like I didn't really know about like in school, they would tell us like you would have to like lay flat on the floor if there's a school shooting. I'm not sure if they said that to you too, like how to prepare if there is someone um, coming in, an active shooter. And like, I remember in elementary school, they only prepared me to do um, like the earthquake earthquake drill. The There was like a tornado or a tsunami. And it's just crazy how now kids have to like prepare to, um, you know, um, if there's an active shooter, they have to prepare like what to do to um, be safe and like stay alive, which is um, crazy to think about. But yeah, sorry, I just wanted to add that. No, thank you for adding that. And I think that's very important for all of us to understand that these are to me, it seems that it's being more, um, how, do, how do I say this where it doesn't come out in the wrong way? Instead of stopping this, we're just figuring out ways how to avoid from um, being injured in a shooting, which the reality of it in my eyes is that shouldn't happen at a school, especially at a school. 
um, the fact that in a, I was telling this with my parents is um, one is working as a parent. My, I see my parents working and, and they're not just working because they want to work. They want to work. They're working for, for us to eat, for us to have a shelter in our heads. And I can't imagine you getting a phone call in the middle of, of the day and say, hey, you got to come because this happened. And that to me is insane. And it's crazy. So um, has there been a decrease in shootings in America, specifically in the U.S.? Um, no, there hasn't. There has there it continues to increase, um, and as you can tell with the Rob Elementary, which is being uh, shown everywhere, it's a very tragic and horrible situation. These kids were murdered, um, and as hard as that sound, that's the reality of it. With that being said, I'm gonna hand it off to Annalie, who's gonna talk to us more about how uh, how many guns are there in the U.S. Yeah, so I was looking up how many guns there there are in the U.S. and um, it says a third of all the civilian guns in, in the world are in hands of Americans. So um, they've counted that in 2018, there was like around 390 million guns in circulation, um, but we're in 2022. So there's a ton of people more um, holding um, guns. And as you, as you can see through like past histories of um, school shooting, there's been a lot of um, youth who are the ones who are active shooters in in these um, traumatic um, situations. So um, there is a lot more guns in the U.S. Um, than you think. And um, Santi, do you know like how many guns related injuries are there um, in the U.S.? Yes. Yeah, so I searched this up and specifically around uh, school shootings. So as a reminder, we're not including all of the, for example, the Vegas shooting that happened a few years ago. Um, we're just specifically talking about school shootings. And I do want to mention one another fact um, about how many guns are there in the U.S. So an estimate, an estimate about 4.6 million American children live in a home where a where at least one gun is kept loaded and unlocked. These improperly stored weapons have contributed to school shootings, suicides, and deaths of deaths of family members, including infants and toddlers. So that is an interesting fact when we're talking about um, the guns that are in, in, in the US. Um, so when it comes to children um, and youth, um, each day around 12 children and above die from gun violence in America and another 32 are shot and injured. This is insane to me because me thinking about today, just today, 12 kids die from gun violence in America and, and it's not it, it's just really hard to, to for me to express my thoughts on that because it's just it's absolutely crazy um but that's just this the number for children imagine if we included all of the other um adults in in this in this um number yes um it's a crazy amount to think about this um especially like here in california like at least for me, like, I've never seen, like, gunshots as much as people who live in Texas or in the southern countries. I've heard um, people who lived in Texas, they said it's, like, a very different environment. Um, 
because like um like I've heard like just someone like crossing down your yard or like going in, in the backyard of your house they would like shoot them um so it's like very different um environments in different countries like different uh, states I mean um so it's just crazy to, um to think about it since I like live in California um so but like as you can see that it's it's happening in Texas and all these um states southern states um but there is um not to um mention that there there was like school shootings in California as well. Um, to move forward, I wanted to talk about how youth can help prevent school shootings. Um, one thing we can focus on is preventing um, from this whole thing to start with is the shooter. So um, a lot of them have mental illnesses or um, they're not feeling heard and most of them are angry. Um, during that time where they're shooting. Um, so one thing to do um, to reduce um, this from, from happening is reduce day-to-day -day aggression. Um, so some people are very aggressive. So um, just like helping them reduce their aggression from day-to-day -day, little by little can make a difference. Um, and if you're like, if you see a friend or see like your daughter or son like being in isolation, try to decrease that because isolation can cause a reduction in problem solving skills and communication skills. So it's important um, for kids to talk it out of what they're feeling, like what exact, exactly what me and Santi are doing right now, we're expressing how we feel of the situation that has happened. And um, it, like, you should always check in with a friend and and just talk things out um, because that's really important and know that you're not alone. And then also like close gaps in mental health services. If um, the, the kid needs help with something, like make sure like you, um, make sure you feel heard and make sure the person like your friends are feeling heard. Um, and it's always important to check in with your friends or your people around you, not even your friends, just people who are isolated or like uh, have a tough time talking to other people or um, they're avoided because they're very aggressive. Just um, be safe, but like also like check in with people and yeah, do you have any other ideas, Santi? When it comes to preventing, um, I think it's really over the years, um, we've always kind of gave um, options uh, or ways that people can prevent um, sh shootings, but it, it keeps happening, which is really sad. And I think mm -hmm. that if you hear one of the things that I've from every reading and, and kind of studying the shootings, uh, school shootings, I read that um, one way a shooting could have been prevented was if you saw someone in a 
situation where they didn't seem okay and instead of keeping it quiet bringing it up to people who can check in on that person mm-hmm. um because there are warning signs um that it's very hard to tell to be honest at times so if you just feel like someone's going through a hard time um just knowing that you telling someone so that they can get help is very helpful um and also besides bringing um i I know social media has been a a very useful tool these days um especially for the generations that are here now everything is through social media and these shootings have been more um reached out throughout the country because back in the day like i said i started hearing about school shootings when i was 18 because that's when i started using my social media a lot more and I got videos and 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 of families and the situation and what was happening, which which w- was really good because it brought me to really understand and gain awareness of what's happening, um, and that has led to students walking out of class protesting against um, protesting for more restrictions when purchasing a gun, having stricter. Uh, laws regarding guns because they disagree or they don't 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 understand how it's so easy for someone to to access a, a weapon that can kill someone instantly so bringing awareness is a very important thing and that so social media has given us an opportunity to bring awareness and a lot of students that I know and that that were in class with me, um, started speaking up. I know that there was a couple of students in my school that arranged a walkout um, for many different, not just gun violence, and so many other things. And that does play a, a huge effect in, in bringing awareness to um, help and bring attention to the situation. Unfortunately, although this has been continuing a lot of walkouts, um, it, it's progress, the, the progress that we're seeing is very small, but again, the more voices are put together, we work together, um, over time things can, um, things can change for better, and that's, at least that's my biggest hope, um, and with that being said, what are some signs of an attacker or, or shooter that one can see, um, is something that I also have had questions on. Um, so Annalie, if you would yeah, lead us sure. to that. Yeah, so um, I wanted to mention that like um, my school in high school, they also did like a, like they took time out of the school to honor those who like um, lost their lives in this mass shooting in high school. I don't remember. Um, I think it was in Florida, I I believe. And um, I remember being there, I think I was like a freshman and um, I I was like surprised how, um, well, like also glad that they were able to do this um, type of ceremony. um, And, um, you know, like um, have that time and space to really think of what happened in Florida or wherever it happened. Um, But it did bring awareness to a lot of high school students 
and realize like the impacts of um, of what happens um, to survivors and um, to like the families who have lost um, the lives of their of their uh, kids. But like some warning signs of the attacker, um, there was like a recent like there was a study between 2000 and 2013 that the FBI has um, made um, just tracking the pre-attack behaviors of the active shooter. And there is like more than 55% of the school shooters made threats to a teacher. Um, so that's one warning sign. Another warning sign is that they showed signs of uh, thinking to do suicide. 90% of them um, thought of doing suicide and then 23% actually attempted suicide. And 88% of active shooters are under the age of 17 and they communicate um, that they committed violence either verbally um, on social media. So if you see that on social media, make sure to report. Um, and if you see any of these warning signs, um, just help report um, so they can seek help. And if there are threatening a teacher, it's something that should be um, serious, taken serious. For me, my school, they had a student who threats a staff member and um, my school took it serious and we had a lockdown. Um, so it's, it's, if you take things seriously, like you save people's lives and um, uh, it's important to help, um, help them seek help as well too. Um, but real quick, I just want to give an announcement that the Clean Slate program in Marin County is a walking clinic that helps clean up crim criminal record, clean your juvenile record, housing assistant, adult education programs, and more. This clinic will take place on June 1st from 4 to 7 p.m. on Multicultural Center Marin, located at 709 5th Avenue, San Rafael, California, 94901. Um, you can text Marin to 741741 for free, confidential, 24-7 support that cares both English and Spanish. Um, with that announcement, um, there's a lot of resources in Marin that helps people um, uh, mentally. With we've, We talked so much programs that there is in, in Marin uh, that helps with housing assistance, um, um, and uh, mental health, um, there's, um, there should be uh, people taking advantage of this just so that you can help yourself. And um, once you're able to help yourself, you're able to help others. Uh, so um, use that if you need um, assistance. And then going off of um, what I was saying before, it's important to know that trauma is real and um, it's just hard to think of the, the kids who are gonna be um, like sleeping and, and then remember that what, what just happened in school and it's just really sad um, that they have to go through this. And um, I've heard uh, like, uh, like kids can feel guilty of being a survivor and um, it's it's really hard to um, deal with that. But Santi, do you have any words on that? Um, on trauma, yes. Mm -hmm. There, everybody 
I think everybody has their own traumas. Um, I know I learned that um, some of them consider them traumas, um, shadows, uh, or things that you carry in your back. We all have those. And I think that's something that we're not usually taught at school. And we forget that everybody else experiences trauma. And we think that it only happens to us and we get into a depression. And sometimes we can, can make decisions that hurt us or hurt others. Um, so what the sad reality that I see is that this incident isn't just, it happened, you, you know, you, you, you bury all of these people and it's over. No, all of the survivors, the families carry this until they pass. And, and it's a cycle of continued trauma and it's really sad. So I definitely, um, aside from laws that um, help prevent uh, gun violence, we also have to remember how we can provide support to those families and, and ourselves when we need it, when we're in a depression or when we're having a hard time. Because when we're having a hard time, again, we, we have these negative thoughts that when you're in, in a good state of mind, you wouldn't think them. But because you're in a hard time, those come up and it's really hard. So I do want to give a, a website out for anyone who wants to find out more ways they can help um, with preventing gun violence um, was with school shootings. You can go to actionfund.sandyhookpromise.org and you can sign petitions, you can volunteer. And there's so much information about um, school shootings and how you can help and to, to help, how you can help to prevent those uh, shootings. Um, and yeah, and I'm, this is like an awful question that we, we, we have to put on the show, but it's how can youth protect themselves when there is a school shooting? I don't, I say awful question because I'm really, I don't like that we have to have to, we have to ask this question, but it, but nowadays, like I said, it's, it's, if we don't do anything, it's not about, it's, it's about who's next, to be honest. Mm -hmm. Um, if nothing is done, you know, you never know if it's here in California or in another state. So Annalie, um, before yeah, we end, I'm, you mind sharing? <laughs> yeah, I would also say the same thing. It's just really awful to just even say how students should protect themselves. Um, but um, we really need to um, make sure that um, you are safe at, at, at the end of the day. And, um, and if it were to occur, like, um, just have this back in your mind, but it, like I said, it's really awful, awful to just have to, um, remember this. Um, but, um, I've looked into a school uh, strategy that they showed on, on the website and it's run, hide and fight. So um, if you hear a noise that sounds like a gunshot, it's best to run to a safe place. Um, there was like a high school shooting where um, some kids were locked into a library and there was a back door and um, instead of hiding, um, it would have been best if they um, left safely from there because um, 10 of the 
10 of the 12 people were killed um, because they were locked down in the library and they could have um, run, but um, that's that's the first thing. If, if you can run and, and if it's safe to run, it's best to run. And they also note to um, only just take your cell phone if you have it near you, because if you think if you bring other stuff, the police may think you're the shooter. Um, and it's important to like follow the rules of what the police officer is doing, just so um, there's no other increasing um, difficulties. And um, the second is hide and. Uh, it's best to hide like in a cabinet instead of under the tables, anything that can help you um, hide from uh, the shooter and turn off the lights and silence your cell phones. And then if you were to meet uh, with the shooter, and this is the last resort is to fight, um, use any chairs, um, fire extinguishers, anything, um, to um, disarm the shooter and then act ag aggressively as possible against the shooter. And um, yeah, those are the three things um, to do um, during that situation, which um, really sucks um, to think that that's our last, um, that's like something that could happen. Um, it, it, we're about to end soon. Santi, do you have any last words before we end the show? Um, all I can say is that if we said something that uh, offended you or that came out wrong, know that in our hearts, um, this is a really hard topic and con very controversial topic to talk about. But again, we're trying to have our voices being heard about um, some of these incidents that have happened and we hope that all the resources and what we've said, you can take it and use it in your own way to help and prevent anything further to continue to happen. Again, like I said, if nothing is, uh, if no action is going to be taken, it's not a matter of, of um, it's a matter of who's next. And I wouldn't want it that on anyone. And I can't imagine the pains of all the families right now and before uh, who have experienced all of these um, shootings, whether it's a school shooting or any other. So be safe out there and hug your loved ones um, today, every day. And, and um, yeah, that's all I have to say. Thank you all for listening to us. Um, Annalie? Yeah, thank you all. And um, we're just doing this to bring more awareness and if you have anything else you want to add, any information, please comment on our Facebook. Um, this is just a learning environment for all youth. Um, but yeah, thank you for watching and we'll see you guys next week, hopefully. Bye guys.